Anything goes with the bunnies, and we are back, guys. Uh, thanks to everyone who messaged us, and this was a pretty long uh, absence for us, sweetheart. Yep, not we... as long as our first one, huh? Not as long as our first absence. That that one was yes. several months. Um, we are really sorry for not being able to record anything. So many things have happened. Um, one is that I got really busy with the elections. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the campaign period. Uh-huh. So I've already made a decision kasi prior pa to really do everything that I can to help my my chosen candidates. Yes. So that's what I did for like, what, fr- from Feb to yeah. like up to now, yeah. right? And then um, we have also like personal uh, transitions and events happening. And Correct. you can just see our social medias for that. And then the topic for today, we were traveling a lot, which is what we'll be talking about. Um, just observations and encouraging thoughts and uh, yeah, favorite takeaways from our recent Correct. trip to Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao, basically. Oh, oh. Actually, it wasn't really something that we planned, yeah. but it kind of turned out that way. And it was so good also for us. Yep. Yeah, All right. Before so let's that- get started. What are you into? What we're into. Okay, for me, I am into, so I, I gotta get the name right, but it's um the first masala chai concentrate in the Ooh, Philippines. Oh, yes. I've been seeing you drink that. Yeah. So this is an organic masala chai concentrate that I actually got from Real Food. So if you guys are not familiar, Real Food is like a shop na puro organic, yung mga healthy stuff, yeah. ganyan. So mahilig ako sa mga ganon eh. So I went there, I don't know what I got there, why I went there in the first place, but I dropped by and then I saw this, I got curious. It's a masala chai concentrate and all you gotta do, so concentrate siya, tapos meron siyang recommended um, ML per hot milk milk ba so, yung hinahalo mo milk pwede, i guess pwede mo rin naman gawin sa water but diba kasi nga tayo i don't know if you guys are familiar with chai but whenever we do chai latte here in the philippines i think si coffee binang unang nagpauso nito tama ba ako parang yeah parang sila yung nagpauso ng chai That's where we would always get it yeah yeah but the chai chai latte kasi ang sarap mm-hmm. parang kahit di ka tea drinker and all Meron lang quality yung chai na pag hinalo mo sa milk, ang sarap niya. Yeah. So, I, I, I've been doing it with tea, other kinds of teas also. Kaya lang, hindi ganun yung lasa eh. Iba yung chai eh. Iba yung parang, ano niya, uh, ano ba tawag nun? Parang spike niya. Yes, yes. Sa hot milk or any milk. And so, when I saw this, I picked it up. I said, I'll try it. Then when I put it in the hot milk, grabe, sobrang sarap. Like, it is probably the most delicious chai latte I've ever had mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And so you just get it uh, in a bottle. And uh, let me see. I'll check. It's the, They're online also. It's called Jacob's Well Chai. So if you search that up on Instagram, you'll see their shop. And so they have different kinds. Merong with vanilla, merong unsweetened. So the one that I got is with vanilla. So I guess that's why it's extra sweet. 
but it's uh, for hundred for for two hundred fifty ml. It's three hundred ninety five pesos. Oh, so. Marami na rin yun. Yeah, uh, I guess it depends kung gaano mo kalakas yung yeah, gusto yeah. yung chai kasi it's within your control naman eh. They would have a recommended number of um like teaspoons, tablespoons, ml, but if you want it stronger, nasa sayo naman yun. So, pwede ring less actually yeah, if yeah. you don't want it that much. Yeah. Oh, cool. You let me try it once. It, it was pretty good. I like yeah. it. And the fact that it's so easy to have and to make, that, that was a... I'm actually cool browsing their um like Instagram account, the shop that they have there. Merong may spiced vanilla. Meron ngang unsweetened na vegan. Meron din silang original. So I really don't know the difference of like the signature original ganyan from what I have right now, except for that, I guess it has vanilla. But... Pretty interesting. I kind of want to get... Meron pa dito kasi Jacob's Well Honey Peach Fruit Tea. So I wonder how that tastes like. But yeah, you you guys can go check out their Instagram account. This is not sponsored at all. I, I just... I chanced upon it and I love it. I think it's going to be a part of my um like my coffee corner. Nice. Nah, from this point. You know, one of my favorite Instagram accounts to follow is this guy named Cross Cultural Christian. Who is uh, Daisy? So I'm not sure Sri Lankan, um, Indian, or Pakistani, uh, but that's his, you know, ethnic heritage. And uh, he comments about Christianity. Okay. From a person who comes from you know uh, uh, the developing world. Okay. So one of his comments is about like how he he's in he lives in the U.S. It seems or Canada. And he appreciates Western culture, but he also doesn't like when that's the only representation of Christianity. Mm. But he he first popped into my feed with his series called Will It Chai? <laughs> and so he makes chai, like fresh chai. Oh yeah, I think you remember you yeah, showing yeah. this to me. Yes, yes, yes. yes and then yes. he'll show you something like uh, Reese's but peanut butter Correct. cup. Correct. Oh, Will tama, It Chai. Tama. Then he'll make oh, a chai oh, oh, oh. with Reese's peanut butter cup. And then the other thing he does now is he comments on people's... Uh, Chai videos. And okay. He's so like happy when someone makes a chai video that's authentic. He's like, oh, can you come <laughs> over? Let's have chai together. Parang ganun. So I, if I ever meet him in person, I would be, I think the three social media personalities I would be so starstruck to meet in person would be that guy, cross-cultural Christian, um, ProZD, uh, Sung Won from ProZD, mm-hmm. the voice acting yes. channel. And then of course, uh, Ryan George with Pitch Meeting. Oh, Yeah. So, you know, Bayon? That's it. He just has a chai. I want to try it. I want to. <laughs> but is that what you're into, or you have something else? Oh no, no, no. What what, what I'm into is uh, Better Call Saul. Mm-mm. Better Call Saul is the spin-off series of Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. And we've talked about Breaking Bad before, and how I tried to get Carla into it, and help me. How I want to say this correctly. You like it, but not to watch. How do we say that? Because eh, it's very dark. So for you to move on with that kind of darkness is to be prepared to like watch more of that. Because it's like, you can see the... Where it's going. Yeah. And yung parang how human beings are mm-hmm. when they're really being bad. Mm-hmm. So parang you don't know if you, you're prepared to actually see a person go down. Yeah. In. It's not nothing personal. It's actually so well made. I love the storytelling and all. But 
Baka lang, di ba you know how some things you can't watch for a season and then another season you're fine. Baka yeah, yeah. parang ganun lang yung sa akin. Yeah, that's what Carla, so Carla watched two episodes and her review to me was, it's amazing, it's really good. And it's so good, I don't want to watch it. That's basically what she said. It's so good, I don't want to watch it because I know I'm going to internalize all this lying, negativity, violence. Uh, and, and and you're right, it, it, it is like that. Yep. However, I do like it. <laughs> yeah. And Better Call Saul is a spin-off series of one of the characters in the show. And it, it 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 made me think. And the reason why I'm into it now is its last season is only coming out now. Like this, a new episode every week. It got delayed because the star, Bob Odenkirk, got a heart attack on the set uh, when they were filming and it got mm. delayed. But what's amazing about it is that while I'm watching Better Call Saul, while I'm waiting for the new episodes, I'm re-watching Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. A bit faster because you have seen it before. But... Well, having seen f- the first five Sorry, seasons, what do you mean by a bit faster? Because you've seen it. So you fast forward some parts. I'll skip it, you know. Ah, okay. or, or or if I happen to be watching the kids. Pareho lang naman yung... Yung speed. Oh, yung speed. So parang parang no, naging mas level. mabit. Alam mo yan, yung maliit, oh. matitinis yung mga bosses. Okay, yan. sige. Moving on. Yes. No, if I'm watching it with the kids and I miss a part, then it's okay. You know, I'll just come back to it ah, later. Okay, yet. Okay. But I don't... Sorry, I'm not watching it with the kids. I'm watching it and I'm watching the kids. I don't let the kids watch the show. But anyway, um, it's so amazing because now that I know the backstory of Saul Goodman, the the lawyer in the series, I want to see a series for every other character. Like they're so good at fleshing out backstory. They're so good at at being consistent with motivation. Now, Saul Goodman is probably the most caricature-like person there. So love his his person his character is the guy who makes those late night TV attorney commercials in the states who are like hey were you in an accident then you could get some money you know I can help you get some money better call Saul parang yun yung personality niya so he's so he's a caricature you know he's 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 exaggerated he's over the top he's bombastic he's so greedy he's so corrupt you watch his series and you actually cheer for him. Because you realize he has his own pains, his own stories. The people who hurt him have their own stories. So it's 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 really well done. So I, I like Better Call Saul um, and Breaking Bad. Ang galing din ng mga ganyang series kasi parang, or like materials na it doesn't really focus on one protagonist. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. kind of like makes everybody like their own protagonist yeah, in whatever yeah. their own story is yeah. it on. It, it's 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 fascinating how they've done it and people that you didn't like in breaking I mean, maybe you didn't like them but you watch better call Saul and you're like i see a different side to this person Correct. i'm so sorry that's actually so. a very postmodern material because modernists are always very focused on the lead oh really okay oh i mean like if you remember like all of the stuff that we read and watched before it would have a main guy yeah but now kasi it's like let's feature the fringes the yeah, ones yeah, that you don't yeah. really notice ganon. you know that's funny because um not to <laughs> suddenly jump biblical but that was one of my favorite insights from studying the life of abraham and you remember this sermon about uh the the story of hagar about where after featuring abraham for so long and sarah Suddenly, Hagar was the main character. At my moment. And my moment, and she has a speaking line, and God appears to her. She gets to give God a name. She gets to say, 
you know, one of the names of God that's featured in Genesis, the God who sees me. The God who sees you. Yeah. It's like, whoa, from her, you know, and this is from a, a side character, the the most weak and powerless, no agency, no focus character so far. And she gets, you know. Actually, daming ganun sa Bible, say. Sa Bible. I mean, uh, mga characters na may main, pero merong moment yung hindi main. That's true, that's and true. And I think that's the beauty also of this age, the nuanced age, age na... We can appreciate that about the Bible uh, more. At saka parang when you have a story, you don't just have one version of the story or just one perspective. Like, you are presented with many different things. But, you know how funny, you know, such an ancient text would contain yeah. what already is happening. Like, what is just happening in this day and age. Yeah, and that's so cool that God would do that because if we're not aware of it and we impose our own culture, to us, Abraham's the hero of that section oh, of the Bible. Yun naman ang danger talaga ng modern age. Eh. Talagang hi- ginagawa mong hero yung just because the lead, hero na. Yeah, yeah. And because we're so used to that lens, We're like, okay, what did the hero do or not do? And what lesson do we get from the hero's life in this part? And so very often the preachings I would hear about Abraham and Hagar would be, don't have a Hagar, you'll make an Ishmael. That's always the case. And while that is true, that you know, that's not how the text tells the story. The text story, Abraham is so passive, right? Uh, in that section, it's all Sarah doing something. Sarah says, do this. Sarah says, take my... And then when when she gets pregnant, Sarah starts bullying her. And so it's a story of Sarah and Sarai at the time. Sarai and Hagar. And then the focus moves to Hagar. Mm-mm. Ganda. Now it makes me think of other places like that. Like, let's say, like the servant girl with Naaman. Alam mo yan yung yep. people who are not the main who get their own spin-off series yeah. in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, like Rahab lang, di ba? Yeah. Ganon din siya, parang side character naman, not the not an Israelite, yeah. yung ganon. Tapos prostitute pa. Oh, so ang dami niya talagang, marami talagang ganon na story sa Bible, na which makes you marvel, no? The way even that they would do their hero or their protagonist for the story is not, not very modern in that may ano lang, may certain trajectory na even if magkamali, makakabawi, parang hindi ganun eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ang hero talaga lagi is the redemption of God and, and even of, though. And many of their failings are like ugly. You know what I mean? Oh, like oh. sometimes the failing of a hero in the telling is, is still admirable. You know, like they're so driven, they actually hurt someone they love in the process but they weren't meaning to. Parang ganun. Yep. This one, it's not like that. Eh. It's like it's no one gets drunk after the heart. flood. Alam mo it's, it's, eh. You know, it, and you're right. The hero is God. And the main focus that we should be taking away is that there has to be a better hero who will come, who won't fall that way. And, and that's Jesus. Yep. That's not a topic, but that's what I'm into. Better calls all. Okay. Yeah. So if you're watching, uh, shoot us a message at Anything Goes With The Bonnies or, or my personal IG. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts about it as well. All right. All right. Let's move on to our topic of the day. Topic of the day. So, ano bang topic natin? We are talking about the Philippines and our different travels. So, we'll give people a rundown of where we've been. Let's give them an overview. And then we can talk about our observations. Because it was really cool. Carl and I were talking about it. How, while this trip wasn't planned, first of all. And secondly, we weren't trying to do this to come up with an overall picture of what's happening. There are common themes, common elements that we noticed. 
in these places. So if you see them and really our goal is that you would appreciate, uh, have a come away with a deeper appreciation for our country. Yeah, actually. Get ideas of what you guys might want to do for yourselves. I think that was a, a resolution that I came up with after like what, four major provinces or four major, because some of them said Hindi do province ang uh, Zamboanga City because it's a city. So I had to defend what I meant by a province, which is like outside of Manila, which is also the the way that most Filipinos use it. Na probinsya ang hindi parte ng capital. What do they mean? Probinsya dapat rural, hindi urban? At saka da- parang hindi dapat. When it's called a city, parang I guess for them it's For some of them, they find it insulting, which to me, naman, I'm like, I don't, I don't really mean province in a very insulting way. I actually, in many ways, like it Prefer better. It. Yeah, you like it better. <laughs> like it better than the hustle and bustle of Manila. But anyway, is it Zamboanga a province? Or Zamboanga province, Zamboanga city. Zamboanga city is a city. In what province? Uh, Samwanga Peninsula, I guess. Yeah, so I think that's province. the so province, that's the yeah. Pro- yeah. But so it is, ako, I really feel like tama naman yung province. But, you know, you gotta respect having an LA. Respect my opinion. <laughs> Maraming mga tao ngayon, ah, very high ang emotions. But, yeah, so I We're think... We're recording this before the election, so, yun. Yeah, we don't even know what's gonna happen next week, but yeah. Uh, so, for me, like, my takeaway from everything that we've done, so we've gone to Zamboanga, we've gone to Negros Occidental, and ano pa ba? Uh, Ilocos La Union. Oh, yun, no? Nag-North pala tayo. Ilocos and Region. Then, uh, Zambales. And Zambales. So, may North, may, may South, may Visayas. So, um, parang after everything, which something that we didn't plan, no? Uh, I felt like I want to do more of this. I was yeah. actually telling my sister that um, more than like trying for international trips this year, I kind of want to discover our country more. Yeah. Kasi ang dami pa nating hindi. And I've been traveling since I was a kid around the Philippines because of the nature of my job. Yeah, yeah. Like we would like go to all the corners of the Philippines just because, you know, artista, So para sa inyo namang hindi ako kilala dati, artista po ako before. And we used to perform in like barrios, in like the smallest of barrios. Yeah. And uh, that was fun. That was fun. Pero hindi mo kasi masyado pa naiintindihan, I guess, when you're a kid, where you are, what the culture is. And you know, also, we, we rarely had the time to go around naman. Eh. Mm-hmm. It was just really purely for work. So this time around, it was like, Wow, I'm getting to really see the people in my nation. Masayang virtual bonding with your favorite Kapamilya stars? Possibly yan! Only here on Kapamilya Chat and Hotspot. Hashtag shook sa mga revelation ng inyong paboritong artista. Hashtag amazing sa fun challenges at performance. Mapapakinggan nyo na kami sa Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. Co-produced with Podcast Network Asia. Masaya to kapamilya! Promise! Yeah, and quick uh, how it happened. What happened with us was first the Negro Strip, which was two and a half weeks. And that was, uh, you know, see, see Lord, na rin yun, eh. God worked things out that way. We were supposed to go to Negros for a week in January to visit some friends. 
They were going to have their wedding uh, vows renewal. You can see it in Carla's vlog, the Benins. Really good friends, really happy for them. Beautiful story worth watching. Uh, I won't say it here. So they were going to have the renewal of vows in January and that got moved because of the Omicron. The Omicron breakout. Yeah. Philip actually got uh, test, tested positive, but he didn't have any symptoms. So we had to move the whole event and, and we had to move our trip to March. And then it so happened that one of your business partners lives there pala. Or tagadun pala sila. And so that's why the trip got extended. The week after we got back um, was the rally for Lenny Robredo. Uh, in Zamboanga mm. and we weren't supposed to go with you at first but then opportunities opened up and we were able to go and uh, we ended up staying a couple days so we got to see a bit of Zamboanga yeah and then Ilocos La Union was a trip we had been planning since January I think or December pa yata eh. oh, oh, matagal na yun with our friends na nagkataon, it was a few weeks away from that Mm-hmm. And then the last one was Zambales, which was another group of friends that we had been planning also for the Holy Week season. So by the time it was over, we were like, we've been through a lot of places <laughs> and we weren't planning it. But here we are. And it's, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. All right. So we're going to go stop by stop and talk about our favorite places that we saw. Favorite foods <laughs> that we ate in the Philippines. <laughs> Just amazing food. Uh <laughs> And then favorite experiences, mm-hmm. and then observations about each place. Yep. Let us begin. Okay, so we begin siguro with the very first mm-hmm. stop, which is Negros Occidental. Mm-hmm. I think what's different about this trip is that we didn't just go to like one part of Negros yes. Occidental. Kasi malaki siya. Yes. Yun. So, We've been to Bacolod, Silay a number of times, diba? So... But never uh, outside of those na. Yes, and our friends, uh, the Benins live in Silay. Punong Garis is a great place, beautiful place. Um, yeah, always gonna like content from there because it's just so relaxing when you're there. So, and then we also visit our church in Bacolod. But this time we went up north beyond Silay and south, uh, far south beyond. Ano. So, nakapunta kami ng Punta Bulata. Well, Bulata. Bulata area. And then, just a few minutes away is the Danhugan Island. So, mm-hmm. medyo palayu pa. And then, also, we went to the, that part where the, it feels like they're sort of like Baguio Tagaytay. Yes, yes. Which is, ano pangalanan? Sorry. Well, the place where Red Barn is. Lantawan. Okay. I was like, what, what's the name? Lantawan. And meron pa nga tayong hindi napuntahan eh. Um, DSB. Don San Benedicto ba? I'm not sure. But they say that if we like where Red Barn was, Lantawan. DSB is even better though. We gotta go back? So yeah, and that's a funny thing. You think that you've done so much because we also went through like Talisay, where the ruins is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then many other places. Because in one day, I did a shoot for my collab with Breastfeeding Mom and Get Spotted. We did like a parang a sweep of everything that you could do from Silay to Bacolod. Landmarks, yeah. Uh, yun. Yeah, so favorite places, lovey. Fe- ako, syempre, Punong Garis will always, always be there. Always, always, yes. That's uh, uh, amazing. Um, Bulata is also very nice. I liked, yeah. I like the way that you know the beach is uh just so very simple and mm-hmm. so calm, mm-hmm. but also so 
beautiful. Yeah. And then Hugan, syempre. Yeah. You know, it was a bit sad driving down the the western side of Negros because you could see where Typhoon Odette had really done a lot of damage. It was like every town we passed had uh, evidence, you know, of like ruined uh, stadiums, schools. Uh, and yet, in, in Bulata, the place where we were, Punta Bulata, was no exception. But they described how they had been... Oh, nasira yung ano nila doon. Meron silang part where, in, I think that was a bar. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the bar was. And then I was wondering why the roof was like out and then they were kind of like reconstructing it. Mm-hmm. Tapos yun pala, isa yun sa mga tinamaan ng Odette. Yeah, and I, I like Punta Bulata also. And it was interesting because the owners were there while we were there. So we, we got to talk to them. And one thing I observed while talking to the owner was, uh, I said to him, I like how you guys are developing this place because you can imagine, and I'm not going to say it where, but in other islands that are famous for their beaches, you've seen people like cram rooms and resorts and buildings into small areas just to maximize profitability. Mm-mm. And you know that can't be good for the environment. You don't know how they're dealing with the waste, Mm-mm. with the plumbing of all of that. And the owner had a great point and he said, well, maybe that's because Kaming mga may-ari ng mga resort dito, taga dito talaga kami. We really live here. Uh, and so we're concerned about how you maintain this. We're not trying to make as much money as quickly as possible, but we're really concerned about how you maintain this. So I thought that was a good uh, insight from him. Yeah. Ako naman, uh, well, bulata kasi. Parang ewan ko ba, parang siguro very family-friendly rin kasi That's yung true. That's resort true. na... It's not too big mm-hmm. that you would be afraid that your kids would get lost. That's one. Um, also, the shoreline is like just right there and you don't really fear like the kids just getting into the water and then them drowning and all that. So that's one. But also, yung, uh, kasi ang Punta Bulata will have packages of like you could do a day trip to Danhugan. Yes. So that's another thing. For me, because the Danhugan was the most different of mm-hmm. all the experiences because I don't think that we've ever done ecotourism before. Yeah. This was the first time talaga. And grabe lang pala talaga ang ecotourism. One is that it's so good for you if you have kids because, you know, it's like instant homeschooling, <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, which you can, you can do naman talaga with any travel. But this one, because it's like, they really teach you the beauty of whatever you could find in that place mm-hmm. or like environmentally, ano ba yung ibig sabihin nito and all that. Um, but also at the same time, no, parang it leaves you with a feeling na grabe pala tong Pilipinas. Yeah. Yung ganito pala tayo ka. I mean, of course, you've read it in different places. You've been taught that that you, you're, a, you're a very diverse kind of country. Like your biodiversity is mm-hmm. amazing. You'd see that in like documentaries. But it's also a different thing when you're there and you're actually seeing it for yourself. Yeah. And I realized that when we were in the States, I got to see that, eh, yung diversity ng yeah, America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With the national parks we went to. Yeah. Then now, being in my own nation, discovering that, grabe, may agila tayo. Mm-hmm. Ang dami nating raptors, iba-ibang klasing ibon ang nabubuhay sa atin. Parang Oh my gosh, akin to. Dito ako pinang, pinanganak, dito ako lumaki, but di ko to alam, ganun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was amazing because our kids got to see uh we we traveled there with our friends the Benins and w- they could see the eagle, the eagle's nest, uh sea urchins, moray eels, 
the chocolate chip starfish, which is the giant clams, all from either walking by the shore or looking up at the trees or or just a nearby snorkel. And yeah, it was amazing. Uh, the the Nahugan trip, they explained over and over again, this is a preserve, this is a reservation. But we are not trying to... Uh, uh, trying to have you. This is not a hotel. This is not a resort. Yeah, they would you be very. You could get in trouble if you do certain things here. You could get hurt. Even the plants are wild. They told us and they pointed out this plant that mabubulag ka if you put your if if you put the mangroves ganon like instant learning even for the adults. And I think that you know um you thing about it na magugulat ka lang talaga is yung ganito pala ka-healthy yung Pilipinas. That's one. And then second, na pwede ka palang mag-alaga ng ganito kasi nga it's a protected area, di ba? So, they really don't do the regular kind of tourism. Yeah. They make it sure that when you go there, they explain to you that this is not a resort. This is not a hotel. Yeah. This is a sanctuary and that's very, very different. Plus, when you're there, kasi talaga, parang the experience is not to give in to what the, the requests of the human being. Yeah, yeah. You can't it's, order your own food. Uh-uh. It's more of like... But the food is great. This is a shared home of all the species that live in this place and you are just visiting yeah. their home. So, dun palang magkaibang magkaiba na yung mindset. So, pag nandun ka... Matatawa ka na nga kasi parang wala ka na magawa after 6pm, di ba? Yung kasi wala ka na internet and all that. Then of course, no, they have like mga little things to entertain you which are really not modern. So like they've got books and all that. Board games. So mapapa, you pick up one of the books there kasi nga wala ka naman ng gagawin. Which is also very good for you because it's like a forced ano, uh, rest yeah. even from media and all that. So I picked up the book about Danhugan and then I realized that they had to fight for this island for this a long is not a time. Preserved island that was never touched. It actually was very already heavily forested and yes. polluted. And then restore lang siya. Rehabilitate lang siya, na restore siya. So parang one of the pictures there is like that certain area in the nineties and then the present time. And you see na noon, kalbong-kalbo siya. Walang, mm-hmm. walang greens, walang... Uh, now, we already have the beach forest in place. And it said there... I, I don't know if if, if I, I thought that or if it was said there that this is the ability of anything to heal on its own. So yeah. there is... Nakaka-encourage lang on many levels that, you know, healing is possible. Yeah. And also at the same time na parang... May mga taong ganito mm-hmm. who fought for it. Because if you read their story, they w- they went through a lot just to come up with the money yeah. and to actually fight for it even in court. Yeah. I think those are the two things that I took away from when you told me that story. That one, we can heal. Life will heal if we give it that chance. Like if you stop polluting, you stop cutting down trees, it will come back. And even the fact that the Philippine sea eagle came back to the island, or he wasn't there. And then, there was almost like a crowning uh, milestone for the restoration efforts that this eagle would be willing to live here again. Mm-hmm. was like, oh, wow, this is a sign that we have done a lot of work. The second takeaway I had was the ability for just private citizens to make a difference. Just for me, just so much of 
every time you hear about pollution, you, you think, oh, DENR, the Department of Environment and Natural Resources should do something about that. The government should do something about that. And yet you think of, the, you read the story of Danhugan and it's like, oh, private citizens, business people, uh, uh, activists, people increasing awareness and the government working together can actually make something happen. Mm-hmm. And that made me think about us. It actually made the two of us reevaluate, the right? How can we lend our, 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 whatever we can do, not that it's like tremendous, but whatever we can do, how can we lend it to these causes to preserve, to encourage, to enjoy more of the Philippines for other ako, people? To be honest, hindi kasi ako ma, hindi ako ma green stuff before. Like, I mean, like, of course, no, I do believe in the recycle and the reuse and all that. But I guess, you know, the revelation to me was not that deep. Na hindi ko talaga alam an, sa pagkaginagawa ba natin yun, ano yung nangyayari. But to be in Danhugan was transformative for me. Yeah. Kasi na, ah pwede pala, ganito pala yung nangyayari. Ito pala yung mapapamana ko sa mga anak ko if I do it right with my environment. Yeah. Like for example, these guys in Danhugan, they take home every bit of waste. Kasi it's an island off the coast of Negros Occidental nga. So every waste you create on the island, they take it back. They don't uh, leave it sila, yes. on the island. Uh, the food was amazing also. <laughs> Oo, grabe. Ano siya, yung food nila, hindi siya restaurant food ah. Para siyang lutong bahay na mas masarap lang ng konti. Pero alam mo na hindi siya, hindi siya binudbura ng pagkadami-daming asin. <laughs> Ayun, so parang alam mo na hindi siya binudburan ng pagkarami-raming asin or kung binudburan man ng asin, asin lang. Yeah. Alam mo yun, wala nang extra anything. For me, probably my favorite spot in Danhugan was the bat cave. So they had this cave with thousands of bats inside and you can look into the cave. And uh, if you are, um, if, if, if you're blessed, you might see a snake there. There's a python. There's, Sabihin na two or three, di ba? Pythons that live Hindi on the island maalala, yeah. that perch right at the entrance of that cave because they time their strikes for when the bats fly out. And there's a picture, I haven't seen it yet, a picture of bats flying out and a python mid-strike. And we saw the python while we were waiting there. So that was fascinating to see a python in the wild. Mm-hmm. Ako naman favorite spot ko was like, like the front part of the typhoon beach where, you know, I just hang out there and then I have my binoculars and then I just keep watching out for birds. Yeah. Yun. Gaganda kasi talaga ng ibon sa, well, sa Pilipinas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Negros. Anything else you want to add? Food? Uh, Negros naman is always known for food, especially yeah, the Bacolod area. Yung, ano bang mga nakain natin doon na? The uh, Bukopay. Oh, although yung buko pa, hindi ko nga rin alam kung negros lang ba yun. Because when we went to Sambuanga, somebody gave us something similar. So it might the be, on top, yeah. yeah, like their thing over the south, yung pa-south ng nation natin. But siguro yung food... KBL, that was really good. Yeah, magaling sila sa mga parang sinigang variations. <laughs> yeah, because na that, merong, fruit, eh, that fruit batuan. Na merong eh. batuan. Batuan is like their, their secret. So it becomes maasim because of that. I think what I found fascinating was we had such good food in Negros. And then in one of our trips, we would find chefs from Negros in those places. And yeah. it's like, okay, so are Negrenses feeding the nation? That was one of my questions. I, and I think also kasi ang ganda lang nung mix of uh, old and new sa Negros Occidental. Kasi they yeah. have so much of the, lalo na the silay part, 
yung parang isipin mong old Manila natin. Mm-hmm. Ganon na may something about Negros Occidental feels always sleepy and romantic. Yeah. And at the same time very um very ano ba yung parang very family oriented yeah. ganun. You know what was great was that restaurant we had. We'll we'll put it in the Ali. link na lang. The one that had Kansi Carnitas and organic root beer. Ah, yung ano? Lanai. Lanai, yeah. That was really good. So we did quite a lot. If you actually want to see what we've done, you and can the go things we ate. to the things we ate. We we have a vlog on it. It's on my YouTube channel. So go search Rika Pirelli Hoponifasha and you'll see my vlog in Negros Occidental. Makikita niya. I think that was like my birthday vlog as well. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. Ilocos La Union. This Ilocos. trip was different because it was by land. Uh, and that was one of the best things we did. Uh, we tried, we thought about bringing different cars and convoy na lang, parang ganun. But one of our friends convinced us, uh, let's just get a, a van and let's all chip in. And uh, it was a great idea. You know, we, parking wasn't a problem. Uh, being together was, was you know, it was like our, our togetherness was doubled or tripled <laughs> because we were in the car together. Um, and so we took a trip, we, we, we left early in the morning, like at midnight, and we got to Vigan, got to tour Vigan, went to Lawag, went to Pagodpod, and then ended with a couple of nights in La Union. Siyempre, nakakatawa nga eh, no? Na parang ang dami-dami pala talagang masarap na pagkain dito sa Pilipinas. Super good. I don't know, I've, I've, I've always naman known that. But I guess it's just, being able to do that do that again na yeah. yung nakakain mo tong mga like yung pokey pokey yeah. pokey pokey is We've like this like um eggplant dish eggplant tomato onion cheese Gan- i don't know what specifically they do to it but it's their own like it's an ilocos ilocano dish yeah and i've always loved it kasi you can eat it like that lang kind of like ensalada ish mm-hmm. But they also have this thing where they put it on top of a pizza. So yeah. parang it's a, it's a pokey pokey pizza. Yeah. And I really, really like that. Um, I also like the way they do their pinakbet. Their pinakbet is like... Why is it so good there, no? I don't know. Ano nga ba talagang ginagawa nila? Niluluto nila ng ganon. But their pinakbet is good. Um, everything else. I mean, like anything that you actually order in Ilocos... I feel like makakain mo naman talaga. Lalo na kung ma-Filipino dish ka. Yeah. So yun. Um, well, the empanada. That's their specialty. Ay, oo nga pala. What's interesting though is because you see empanada de Eloco, empanada here in Manila, and it's orange. But the two places we went, which were delicious, uh, Irene's and I forget what the other place was, they weren't orange. I am actually um curious as to why the color changed because when we were last there, ay, kasama ba ka ta? Oh, kasama ka ta? Yeah, yeah, when you went with your family. Orange eh. Orange talaga in my mind. The places we went to last time, we didn't go to these places kasi. Yeah, pero parang din kasi nag-iba nga. I don't know. Baka Anti-orange naman. Anti-orange movement? I don't know. <laughs> baka naman coloring siya or something na tinanggal na nila. But, yeah, and also a lot of people kasi don't know the empanada of Ilocos. What we know, lalo na kung taga Manila ka, ang alam nyong empanada ay yung maliliit na empanada. Ang empanada po sa Ilocos ay malalaki. 
Yeah. Yung mga, actually sa Katipunan, maraming ganito eh. Yung Ilocano empanada. Yeah, and the food courts here have it in the in Manila, in the malls. Yeah, but some kasi are surprised. Kasi nga, they, they've never encountered empanada na malaki. So ito pong Ilocano empanada, if you go do a yeah, very quick like Google search. Or, yeah. It's like a meal on its own. It's not like, oh, yeah. it's not a pastry na pang snack. It's no, a meal no. on its own. And well, I you think, could snack, but it's a heavy snack. I think you guys got the one, the special one with the bagnet and that's the most that was so good parang that delicious so good. one and then also my friend Nikki Valdez said that if you are going to try empanada in Ilocos you have to go to Irene yeah. so buti na lang we followed her kasi talagang yun yata yung pinakamasarap na no I think that tapos yung suka nila diba Uh-oh. yung suka tapos hahalohan pa ng asin tsaka ng sili parang okay I'm gonna yan ang feeling ko na very uniquely Pinoy no yung yung sawsawa natin yeah yeah I mean like I'm not saying uniquely na may sawsawa na kasi like Asian countries would have that sauces yeah. ganon pero siguro yung sa atin yung suka toyo natin actually funnily um, this this trip this series of trips happening the way they did gave me an appreciation for vinegar oh, in the Philippines like, oh, iba iba ang sasarap uh, and may binabagayan talaga eh alam mo yun na I need this kind of vinegar for this kind of dish. Kasi kung sukang puti, masyadong malakas yan. Saka natatawa nga ako kasi parang feeling ko nagkakagana ako dahil sa sausawan. Yes. Yung parang hindi ko naman gusto kumain pero dahil may sausawan, eh, nagugustuhan ko na kumain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, ayun. Wow, anyway, nastuck tayo sa, ano, okay. sa sausawan. But, Ilocos was fun. Um, the different historical landmarks. When we were in Ilocos also, it kind of reminded me of one of my most favorite poems ever that I've read when I was a literature student okay. in Ateneo. So, yung Gabu kasi is apparently a place in Ilocos. Okay. I don't think we've passed it when we mm. were there, but uh, I don't I don't also remember searching kung ano ba yung ibig sabihin ng Gabu. But I do remember reading the poem and I was just, parang kasi di ba how poems are, you don't immediately understand it. Yeah, yeah. And you read it over and over and it will reveal itself to you. And then when it did, I was just so, ano ba, I don't know what the feeling is. Na parang, it was such a revelation of the coastal life. And okay. that's what Ilocos kasi is eh. By the coast. Pag tinignan mo kasi siya sa mapa, katabi niya talaga yung tubig. At pagkatabi ka ng tubig, which I know this for myself, no, na ayoko bumili ng beach house. Bakit? Kasi napakasakit sa ulo niyan. Magkaroon yeah, ng yeah. beach house na parang imaginein mo na meron ka na lang acceptance within yourself na pag may beach house ako, every now and then nagpaparenovate ako. Yep, kinakalawang yan. Kinakalawang yan. Or hahampasin ako ng storm. Yeah. Kasi ganun kaka-vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then if you read the poem kasi, there's this line there, the very last line where it says, It is the sea pursues a habit of shores. Then when you stay with the poem kasi, you kind of like, so the, a few lines before that, it says, The vital splendor misses. For here at Gabu where the ageless tide recurs, all things forfeited are most loved and dear. It is the sea pursues a habit of shores. And then I remember reading that over and over and I'm like, what does this mean? By the, by the way, the poem is uh, by Carlos Angeles. And I, I realized that, you know, Wow, they're talking about the way of life in Ilocos. Yeah. Na what is a habit of shore ba? Mm-hmm. If you're if you think so you think about it, what's going to be your habit? Yeah. If you live by the shore. 
you're going to be a surrendered kind of person yeah, na, yeah. Ah, okay, wala naman akong magagawa pag dumaan ng bagyo rito. Yeah. Eh, babagyuhin na lang talaga yeah. kami. Magpaprayin na lang kami, ganon. And it was just so sobering to think that some people live this way. Yeah. And then that line na, all things forfeited are 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 most loved and dear. Na they're just a surrendered kind of people. Na I I love this so much, but one day it's just going to Yeah. This life is like it's going to be forfeited. It's yeah. not forever. So I guess it's you know, it's just a habit of yours. It's like a life that you know na it's not going to be forever. Yeah. It can be with you for some time, but not for forever. So, yon the the poem is by Carlos Angeles, and it became a title also of a sequel to like a collection of Filipino poems, na put together in an anthology by Sir Hemino Abad. So it's called A Habit of Shores. Nice, nice. So I I, I every time I think of the coastal life, I always think a habit of shores, a habit of shores. This is the kind of life that they live. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's interesting because diba, the what Ilocanos are known for in the Philippines is being hardworking and thrifty. Thrifty, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. because of that, uh, the struggles of, the, of life there. And so I guess parang sila yung may forever na save it for a rainy day, you know? Probably. <laughs> parang ganun yung, kasi diba. Because you very, know there's gonna be one. Yes, oh, So parang it's really admirable also to... Like, look at the life of a people that is very different from how you are living your life geographically. Yeah. What was interesting about this trip for us also is to do it with the kids. Because we had just been to Ilocos, a similar tour to this actually, by land as well, with your family, right before Philip was born. Mm-hmm. And then so to do it with them to go to Kapurparawan Rock Formations, which is a beautiful place. Kids had a great time. It was so funny. Philip spent so much time in Negros, in the beaches. And then he goes to these small rock pools in Kapurpurawan. And he says, this is the most beautiful place I've been to. <laughs> and Carl and I are like, what? <laughs> like, we, we brought you to resorts. What do you mean here? And it was he was just because he was so curious. And the rock pools were so full of life. You could see crabs. Some were still alive. Some had baked in the sun already. Same thing with the fish. And uh, he was just able to see them and you know, pick up salt crystals. Um, so I, I don't know why I found that so beautiful. Well, you know, I think kasi din naman nga, like in my video, no, I said, si Kapurpurawan kind of looks like outer space-ish. True, true. <laughs> Hindi siya, and it's really one of those things in the Philippines that you are supposed to, it's kind of like for me, you know how we, how we went to Bryce Canyon. Yeah. And like canyons are like, They're just so different. Yeah. Like the formation of the land and, you know, just the way it looks. Bryce just Canyon, so... which wasn't a canyon pala. That's the first thing they'll <laughs> tell us when we go to Bryce Canyon. Yeah. Yung parang it's very impressive in that way. Kasi nga, parang it just looks so different. I guess Kapurpurawan is like yeah, yeah. that to, even naman to me, eh, na ano ba tong rock formation na to, di ba? Why is it, Kapurpurawan means pala, pu- pu- I'm not sure if it's Purao or Purawan. That means white. Mm-hmm. So parang, bakit kami parang white mountain-ish figure there? Yeah. So that was fun uh, seeing that. Pagodpod was very nice as well. Uh-uh. Uh, great places to eat. Well, we stayed in Hakuna Matata Resort. That was good. The food was... You know what's kind of sad lang though is like we've been there and it used to be livelier. And then uh, I did talk to someone uh, after we went there na parang, oh, did you see how 
how everything is just dead there now. And then I do remember when we went there, they were recommending pa sabi nila, uh, check in case sa ha- Hanas ba? Or basta, there's this big resort there. And then I realized that when we were passing, so we were on the Saud side of um Pagudpod. of Pagudpod. The other one is where the Blue Lagoon is. Yeah. So dun kami before and it kind of feels dead. Yeah. Na sabi nga nila na wala na daw masyadong nangyayari doon except for Ikani where yeah. we went for lunch before leaving yeah. to go back to the La Union part naman. So go down going down na. But yeah, it's kind of sad lang na yung things that you that used to be like very lively and obviously the pandemic affected them yeah. heavily. Well, I guess because that's the the life of a resort, yeah. na At some point, it just isn't new anymore. Yeah, Ikani was really we didn't stay there, but the restaurant was amazing. The food was great, and it was so funny yeah, because the chef is a Negrense. <laughs> Is from Negros. Oh, okay, meron siyang mga during the pandemic. So yun nga parang are, are these people from Negros feeding different provinces in the Philippines? Yeah. Yeah. So that was it for our Ilocos. I mean, I could say more, yeah. but then this would be two hours long. Yep. La Union was fun, uh, but I think you might hear a lot about that. It's kind of a hot spot right now. Um, for us, the thing we can really recommend that we liked was the Masa Bakery. Oh my gosh. But they do have that in Manila. You have well. it in Manila. And then what was that place we went to for breakfast? That one like Medyo Salob, not at the beach. Ahiraya? Yes. Uh-uh. Though the food selection is not that wide, everything we did have was delicious. Yes. Um, La Union, I think, is really more for the young. Yeah. I think that's what it is. So if you're like a young person, you'd probably well, like Juan, it. La Union, uh, uh, the San Juan area. The San Juan area. area. Um, there are different like places pa naman in La Union. But I guess kasi nga, when you're a family of, like a small family with small kids, uh, I mean, sorry, a young family with small kids, I think what you gotta watch out for is yung, parang saan ba kayo magsistay? Yeah. Will the kids like it? So the, I think that's what we got right in Pagudpod na immediately when you go out it's the beach. Yeah. So that's very fun for the kids. Yeah. Uh, and very easy for the adults because we could still be correct. sitting at the breakfast table while watching the kids. Eh si La Union kasi hindi kami beachfront and then at the same time na kung hindi ka naman beachfront pala ano pa yung iba mong gagawin doon? Hindi kakain at kakain at lalakad at lalakad ka lang. Eh yeah. syempre medyo mahirap yan kung meron kang little kids. So that's, you know, a story for another day. But It's like being in Poblacion. That was our... So if you guys our, are really into like eating and discovering like hot spots like that, La Union is great for you. We're not like that. We're not even surfers. So I think that other beaches are better for us as a young family with small kids. Yeah. Next, mm. Zamboanga. Zamboanga. We actually skipped Zamboanga. It was between, ano. Yeah, know? that's fine. Uh, Zamboanga. Ano ba? Um, First of all, uh, you f- when you fly there, you see these beautiful islands and you're like, what in the world? And there's this, we were very perplexed because there's this one island with a very strange, it's like a big lagoon, but there's trees in the lagoon. So I said, I, we were talking about like, how deep is that water? I don't get it. It looks really deep in some places, but there are trees. Mm-hmm. 
Thankfully, we were able to have a tour of it. And if you're going yeah. to Zamboanga City, you must visit Santa Cruz Island and do a tour of the lagoon. So, si Santa Cruz Island is also what they call the pink beach. Why? Because it can be very pinkish in you, yung kanilang sand uh, some seasons, because of their, I forget the name of the coral. It's, I think, red coral. There's ba? a red coral. It's a that reddish dissolves. coral. And then, you know, how all, all corals, um, Go, um, when they die, they become the sand. Diba? Napapulverize siya at nagiging sand siya. Pero kasi yung corals na meron tayo, nawawala na yung kulay, diba? So, nagiging white na lang yung sand natin. But, this one nga kasi is red. So, when it dissolves and or, or it pulverizes, it becomes pinkish in you. So, yeah. kaya siya nagiging, may times na very pink yung, although when yeah. we were there, it wasn't that much. But you can see it in the sand na merong may puti, merong mapula-pula. And the unique thing is like nearby, they've got this uh, protected area, a lagoon. And it was so cool because the nearby community actually makes a living from that lagoon. So they make a living from donations and also from doing tours. And so they protect the lagoon. And I think that's one of the best things that we saw in this trip that to empower the locals to appreciate and to have the resources and knowledge to take care of their own areas. Yes. And if you do that, that is the lasting m- model for sustainability because it's profitable, it's income generated, it, it adds I know it adds uh, tourism, but they will sustain it because they need to protect their own Oh, so second ecotourism namin to for this season. And yung isang nabibilib lang ako is how like tiba, from Sambuanga here in Santa Cruz Island, it was Kuya Richard na talking to us how the, he was there from the beginning of like the, the transfer from, oh. I think from national to local eh, yeah, yeah. to actually take care of the beach. And he was dreaming of this day na kaya niya nang iikot yung mga tao at yeah. ipakita yung ganda yeah. ng Pink Beach na nakakatuwa lang siyang panoorin na yung may ganun palang talagang tao na yung ownership niya yeah. of the environment, ang lakas na nakaka-inspire. So that was Kuya Richard. Si, sa ano naman, sa Danhugan, that was Kuya Ram Ram na mm. nandun even like years ago when Sila my sister visited. Who, na, uh, in empower to take care of yeah. the island. And so, Kuya Richard was taking us through this lagoon tour and he was talking about uh, the mangroves. He was talking about the lato. He was talking about the, the jellyfish. The massive bats. Oh, tsaka yung jellyfish nila na, anong ang pangalan ng jellyfish niya? I forget, brown jellyfish, I think. And you could hold it. Like yeah, so nakaka, it. ang difference sa kanya is you can hold it. And only like 10% of the people get stung. And then Philip got stung. <laughs> I don't think he did, but no, I think he did because it, the, really the vinegar treatment helped there. Uh, so butin lang kuya Richard was on hand. He had vinegar in a bottle, sprayed it on Philip's hand, and Philip felt better immediately. Yeah. So, but so you you get on these yellow boats, and then they take you around. Uh, it's very shallow, lang naman. They take you around, and then kuya Richard talks about the place and what it does for our our, our environment. So, like, let's say he was talking about the seagrass. Yung seagrass pala, ganun ka laki na, ano yung sa ano niya, carbon seagrass dioxide. Seagrass is apparently tata, more effective than giant forests in removing carbon dioxide from Yun. the atmosphere. So in reducing uh, 
you know, the, the greenhouse effect and increasing global warming. Ang laki nila gagawa niya. Yes, g- sea grasses are some of the most important, uh, what do you call that? Um, ecosystems. Ecosystems, yeah. So yun, for me, nakakatuwa lang to get to know my nation this way. Kasi nga, parang, I don't know if it's a Western education that we were yeah, taught yeah. to um, appreciate what other countries can do for the entire world. And yeah. Yet, you know, when we look at our own, we do so much pala. Yeah. What I loved is the development through the years. We've been to Negros before. We've been to Ilocos before. Pagudpud before. I'd been to Zambal, uh, Zamboanga before. And Zambales. And, and to see how things are developing was so, so, so encouraging. Uh, this peace and order situation in Zamboanga was just talking to the locals and everyone was saying, it has improved significantly. Mm-mm. And say what you will about, you know, President Duterte's uh, uh, government. There's a lot to be improved. There's a lot of wickedness done. There is also a lot of good in that sense, you know, that there was more peace and order in in that area. Yeah. Um, and now so encouraging for, for me to think about, wow, Lord, this country is changing, you know, and it can be difficult. And whatever area we're called to do it in, whether it's in... Um, overtly bringing people to church. But the vast majority of people, that's not what their main calling is. Eh? Correct. But to see in this, like, business people, uh, people who care about the environment, people who care about development, who are helping the poor and finding a way to make it profitable, but all of these things coming together could help uplift the community. And hopefully in the process, right? be lights in the darkness and Ay, share correct. God with people. Super duper encouraging. Yeah. But okay, still, you know, I, I kind of like want to share more on that, like that train of thought. But later na lang yan, itutuloy ko lang na kapag syempre nasa Sambuanga City ka, hindi ka pwedeng hindi mag-alavar. Yes. <laughs> Guys, if you don't know what alavar is, alavar is, is it's a seafood restaurant in Sambuanga City. That's where it originated. They already have one in, um, I think, the uh, Quezon City area. But... This is where you get kuracha, like super huge crabs. Oh my gosh. And then they have this special sauce that you cannot understand why it's so delicious, especially with the crabs. So everything that they serve naman, so nag-serve din naman sila naman, kalamari, ganyan, masarap naman, pero talagang yung bestseller nila is yung kuracha, mm-hmm. na ang lalaking mga alemango, tapos yung, yung kanilang sauce nga ay kakaiba. Yeah. Mo may, gusto mong higupin yung sauce. Yeah. Ganun. So I I ate so much. You're, you're going to see this on the vlog also. I have it up. It's uh, You just look for the Sambuanga City vlog. And you'll see how much crabs I ate. Yeah, also they have... This was the first place we saw this. A friend of ours from Zamboanga City gave us bagoong with gata. Mm-hmm. And then we, we... You finished it. I barely got to taste it. <laughs> but then we get to Zamboanga City and... Ang daming ka nandun. So, mm-hmm. bagoong na may gata, oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. So, so, so good. So, yeah. It went in Sambonga City. You gotta eat them, the alavar kuracha crabs. Yeah. And also, if you're going to shop, I've had malongs when I was like very active in show business so when I was very young because it was very useful. Like, it's a it's a piece of cloth that was, that's like sewed in, in a way na para siyang nagiging, ano ba, para siyang... It's very decorative. Yeah, the but not that you they they they, they sew it. Yeah. It's like a band. They don't it's not open lang, parang naka naka 
nakatahe siya sa both sides na parang you can go inside of it. And it's very useful kasi para siyang pwedeng kumot. Yeah. Pwede siyang instant dressing room if you need to change and then somebody just holds it up for you and you can shoot yourself inside. That's why. Okay. So yeah, that's how that's how we used it before. But malongs are like, everybody must have a malong. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, o sige, Last move on na tayo. Last stop, Zambales. Uh, this is a great place. We've got friends who live there as well. So we got to see them. Um... The beach was wavy, which was fun and entertaining for the kids uh, and for the grown-ups. Anything else you want to... Sabalas is just, it's so surprising kasi nga, I guess kasi, ang mas kilala right now is the, is La Union. The surf spots na in parang, La Union. Not only the surf spots, but that it's... Uh, Like it's forming a new kind of community yeah. in La Union na hindi lang parang locals of La Union. Kind of like how Siargao is also na parang merong mga taong taga Siargao talaga all their lives. Just merong mga lumipat na lang doon and it created a very different kind of commerce. Yeah. A different kind of community in that province. And uh, that's how La Union is mm-hmm. and that's how I feel like Sambales is going to be. Yeah. Also because it's already it's apparently a surfing uh spot also. So yes, meron I'd pala silang been there uh 15 years ago to, to try that's where the first place I tried surfing. So mm-hmm. alam kong pang surfing na siya dati. I don't know why La Union took off faster. Baka naman they have bigger waves and all that. Maybe. But or maybe I don't know. But hmm, very interesting to study no why something picks up faster than others. Yeah, But yeah. That's kind of like what I like about Sambales because it's a little less than the the gulo of La Union. Yes. <laughs> I guess when you have kids kasi parang mas gusto mo na lang ng quieter places kasi yes. maingin yung mga anak mo. <laughs> But yeah, and it's so surprising that in Sambales, you you walk around and you, you see this authentic Mexican resto. Yep. And then you walk some more and you hear of So matatawa ka na ang dami na palang masasarap na kainan yep. sa Sambales. Kasi akala mo nga, very sleepy and um, parang hindi mo lang iniisip na merong mga innovation na ganun doon. Yep. Not that you're thinking uh, low or backwards of them, but it's more of like, baka na-maintain lang nila yung pagiging very provincial and quiet nila. But apparently, hindi. Kasi merong mga movements that have caused the place to be a little more diverse than the usual uh, Sambales ano, feels. The two places we tried that were really good, were very notable, I'm gonna call it now, is Agoho in Surf Theory Resort with that Belgian chef. Mm. Right? And what was so good about it was the breads. Anything bread related, whether it's toast or sandwich or pizza, my gosh, they baked it there. It was worth it. So go to Zambales, go to Surf Theory Resort and eat in Agoho. Try their pizza, their sandwiches, their burgers, my, everything. And it was made fresh. There's nothing. I think all the sauces, they, they made it themselves. So that was amazing. And then also the Mexican restaurant you described. That was also really good. Yes. Um. So as far as eating is concerned, great. When it comes to the beachfront, it's not going to be your typical white sand beach, but it's, I don't know, my, my son really, lo- like Philip loved it so much. I think the funny thing is for us as Filipinos, baka napansin niyo rin to, 
para ang taas ng standard natin for white sand. Like that kind of beach in the states, they would be like, "Oh, these are white sand beaches." Diba? And for us it's like, "Yeah, okay, sure, but having been to Boracay, Bohol, parang ang taas na ng standard natin for that's not white sand. That's like off white sand." Parang ganun. Okay, I think yung nasa Sambales ako naiisip ko rin na meron palang dalawang klasing beach atin. Yung Boracay Beach mm-hmm. na white sand, fine sand, yeah. blue waters. Tapos meron yung hindi masyadong maputi. Hindi rin malinaw yung tubig pero yeah. ang sarap liguan. Yeah. Which is Sambales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yung parang eto yung mga tipong maalon. Maalon na ang saya-saya lang ng mga tao nagsiswimming doon sa yeah, dagat true. na yun. So I think that that's Sambales for us. And you and, know and when you you're... could see it, ah, like there were so many locals. The beach was full. Yeah. It didn't feel that crowded but it was full. Uh-uh. And uh, you could see it. Everybody was like, whoa! <laughs> yes. You could hear laughter all up that's and down so the shore. Pinoy. That's so, so Pinoy. And I feel like... It's such a good thing to have in your childhood also. So <laughs> parang I think all of us had that at some point. I mean, you can imagine it, right? Like whole families, uh, hindi nga naka-swimsuit yung iba, naka-t-shirt. Alam mo yun, they're just bobbing up and down in the waves. So, so yeah, that kind of beach. And also at the same time, I was surprised that there are a lot of like camping grounds. Yeah, yeah. So if you like if you're into beach camping, Sambales is the one to look into. Yeah. Um marami na palang ganun dun. So I can't imagine lang although we haven't tried it since we got engaged in 2009. That was the only time we went beach camping. I just can't imagine how hot it probably must no, be. No, but yun nga yung feeling ko kasi 'di ba we wanted to camp this time. Yeah, yeah. But it's already summer. So parang yeah. naisip ko na baka magsisi lang tayo in the end. So I feel like it's best to do it pag hindi summer. Maybe. So, yeah, mga yeah. December, ganyan, Uh-oh. na hindi rin naman maulan. Uh-oh. Hashtags good vibes because we bring you not just one, but two amazing shows. Push Bets Live and Push Most Wanted. Hashtag feel good sa masayang kwentuhan at fun challenges. Let's all welcome Seth Pedalin and Andrea Villantes. Silang ang mechanics. Ito, alam, alam, alam nyo to dahil, of course. Lagi to na sa TikTok. Be inspired sa words of wisdom at inspiring stories ng inyong favorite celebrities. Let's all welcome Gigi Delana and the Gigi Vibes Band. Wala talagang perfect Aww. sa ganito. Mapapakinggan nyo na kami sa Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other podcast streaming platforms co-produced with Podcast Network Asia. Join us sa masayang kwentuhan, kapamilya. Yo, yeah. so sambales for eating, for surfing, for like a quieter version of La Union. That's how yeah. I would put it. Um, yeah, did we go to some place else, Papa? Parang yun na ba yun? That's it for now. That's it for now. I, I well, we okay. So maybe to close the thing, na lang den no na. Ako, what has it done to me to be able to see all of those places? Like one to make all of my travels more local. Yeah. I feel like cause when the when the world opened again, I was like, oh, mag Japan tayo. Mag-ra. And that, that's still on the list. But like, I want to prioritize talaga our own. I want to get to know our country more. Um, one is for me to like fall in love with it all over again. And second, also to have my sons really see the beauty of their own land. Yes, yes. Kasi gusto ko rin na, hindi ko kasi ito nagawa nung bata ako eh, na 
ma-realize kung gano'ng kaganda yung meron tayo. Yeah. Na nauuna kong nakikita and I think that's our generation. We we learn to look outside more than to look inside first. And what do we have? What well, is my own? travel became much cheaper during our time eh. So it became much more uh, doable. Also education, even if you didn't travel naman eh. Parang it was just anything that was outside of the country was something more premium true, true. or better true. than ours, diba? So, and here we are now in our 40s saying na, my gosh, we're I'm, far more... Me, I'm 39. Okay, alright, sige. May one year ka pa. Okay. Na parang we are more, far more diverse than many other nations out there pala. Yeah. To me, also, that, everything you said, and also the thought that we could actually help Yes. We can contribute in our own way, whether by uh, tourism, you're going to do it anyway with your family, you can help that way, or uh, awareness. Um, I'm so grateful because after these trips, I've been reading a lot to Manu, and we've been reading like the Bohol book, we've been reading the, the what's it, Tom Tom, and the, you know, those locally yeah, yeah, yeah. produced uh, uh, uh. books. Na parang, hey, this is our country, you know? And, Correct. And Philip's so excited every time he gets to say something like that. You know, one effect that I saw on Philip was he's always been like, you know, I wish we were in the States and it's cold and, you know, winter's beautiful. I wish we had snow. I'm like, oh, of course, na naiintindihan ko yung fascination with snow. Pero naisip ko rin na ang ganda rin naman kasi ng tropical. But, you know, I, I've been trying to tell him that it doesn't catch on yeah. until he started going around and seeing the diversity and he was just so, so impressed with yeah. our very own nation. One time, he went up to me and said, you know what? It shouldn't snow here in the Philippines <laughs> because then we wouldn't have this kind of diversity. Yeah, he yeah. didn't say, say it verbatim like that, no? but something to that effect na parang na-realize niya kaya pala hindi tayo dapat nagsusnow. Kasi ito yung gift ng tropical country. And, you know, if only for that, parang worth it kasi magastos din ha. Na daladala mo yung mga anak mo sa ganito. Kahit pa anong tipid mo, pag nagutom ang mga tiyan yan. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like it's also a very good way to like pass on a love of the nation yeah. to your children. Yeah. That's... Another thing. Do you still have thoughts or? No, that's it. Um, just ah. grateful to God for that chance to visit the nation. Ako and naman kasi mayroon pa ako. Um, I think na isaring isaring grateful ako is yung ikot na to ay hindi travel. Lahat ah, hindi lahat. Yung iba like Ilocos was purely travel. Uh huh. Ang ganda lang din siguro na umiikot tayo ng campaign season. Kasi mm-hmm. may mga nakikita tayo na kakausap tungkol sa yung condition nila as a Filipino. Yeah. Parang yung pamumuhay nila dun sa probinsya nila yeah. bilang Pilipino. At nakikita mo yung puso ng bawat local situation. Kumbaga, yeah. ikaw kasi pagkatagan Manila ka, medyo aminan na natin eh. We have to always take that into account na napaka-privilege natin. Uh, well, at least no, yung tayong mga tayo mga medyo nakakaangat ng kaunti sa buhay, we are privileged and we don't really feel the pains of the communities. And that's one yeah. thing that I want to do moving forward. Na, and I take after Ma'am Lenny, also Kuya Kiko, na lagi nilang sinasabi na hindi mo mararamdaman ang nararamdaman ng mga communities natin sa Pilipinas kung hindi ka bumababad sa kanila. Yeah, yeah. Kaya nga ako, I've, I've been talking to Paula also, and how do we do that? 
tour the Philippines, but at the same time, not tour only for ourselves. But actually get to know the situations of our kababayan. Yeah. Lalo na yung mga nasa laylayan. Parang yun yung gusto kong klase ng tourism. Na yung nagbababad sa communities para maintindihan ko yung pain ng sarili kong kapwa Pilipino. Yep. And at the same time, yun na nga, do something to help. Which ties me up with my very last point na ngayon ko nakikita yung expression ng Christianity ko on a very... Filipino local context. Yep. Na dati kasi medyo may hindi ko naman sinasabing deliberate no pero parang may disconnect kasi yung pagiging Pilipino ko at pagiging tao ko at pagiging Kristiyano ko. Yep. So for the first time in my Christian life I'm seeing the the purpose the mission of my of the gospel in me and how I can bring it to the context of my fellow Filipinos. Yeah. Love that. Love that idea. And yeah, so there. All right. Yeah, so we are not going to be a travel podcast. We're just sharing this experience. And uh, yeah, glad you could go on this journey with us. Ooh, see what I did there? Let's end with our usual sections, lovey. Okay. Question um, and answer. Question and answer. Right, so uh, some people have um, extended not questions, but kakatuwa din. So this is Katre saying, how are you sending lots of virtual hugs and prayers to you and your family? Oh, so because you. I asked if they, they, you know, if you had questions for us, and um, some of you guys have been very, very thoughtful, sending us um, like messages. Um, comforting words at this time. Thank you so much. So there's also Erica. Erica Espina said, no question naman, but so glad you guys are back. Mm. So Erica, thank you. Hey, Erica. Ito naman, uh, isang serious question from Shawar Machine. <laughs> Has Hello, Joe disrupted Nathan. other weddings or just that one wedding? Has what? Has Joe disrupted other weddings or just that one wedding? Oh my gosh. Just Probably I have. Okay, I I didn't mean to. Okay, it was anyway. That's a that's a long story. So yeah, uh, there are different things here, but we gotta have just one question. Go choose na, one. We can feature the others. Siguro ito. Down the road Christians then. calling. So this is from Lori. Lori said, "Christians calling out other Christians who are making political stands." Your thoughts? Um, yun yung question. Na galing sa kanya. So you know what? Uh, to keep this part short, here's the question. Because what I've found with people asking these types of questions, right? Should you make a stand? Should you the person doing the calling out? Should you be calling out at all? We're looking for rules. People are looking for rules like Christians should call out, Christians should not call out, Christians should make stances, Christians shouldn't make stances. And what we've been li- listening to a lot has been the Bible Project podcast. And one of the uh, themes that came out of it that I really liked was the Bible is not a thick rule book. It's supposed to be a thin rule book that forms a character of a person who will act. So to that, I would say, are you being loving? Is the person making the political stance coming from a place of love from God and love for others? Is the person doing the calling out coming from a place of love from God and love for others? And are us looking at the guy doing the calling out, are we coming from that place as well? Because you can cut it both ways. Eh? You could be loving by not making a stand. You could be loving by making a stand. You could be loving by calling out, by not calling out. And that's going to go back to your heart. 
And so that's what I would base it on. Uh, and if God's telling you that and you've checked it with God, because it's easier for us to say I'm being loving, eh? but you know, that's what other people are for, Christian community is for, to reflect back to you. And you realize, oh, I wasn't being loving pala, diba? So, yun. Ako naman, a great understanding of seasons will make you endure nah, this season. Nah, also. Ako, I always think, after May 9, do you think people are going to be this heated pa? Unless na lang, di ba, magkaroon ng big something that causes you to go out and fight for something. But ako talaga, I feel like, even if it's off-putting to hear another person do this, hindi lang Christian, may ganito at mainis ako, alam ko na ngayon lang to. Yep. At kung awayin ko man siya, alam ko ngayon lang to. Alam mo yon Yung parang, yep. hindi rin ako kasi after, you're right, eh, na they're looking for rules. I, I, I don't think it's a time to put rules. It's just a time to, Let's just endure the season because it's a heated season. It's kind of like those and people. And it's going to pass. It's kind of like some of these people, ah, yung dating sa akin, it's kind of like when someone will post, let's say everybody's into the World Cup. And someone's gonna post some contrarian perspective like, wow, a bunch of people, overpaid athletes, kicking a ball around. Parang, kailangan, parang, if you're not into it, it's okay. But why do you have to get up there, wave a flag, and put a spotlight on yourself? I'm not into it. You know, it's like, yeah, gosh, can you just let people enjoy things? Also, no, parang people And that's just, where a lot of it seems to be coming from. And that's what's off-putting, I think. Yeah, and well, you know, one way or another, we're gonna rub each other the wrong way. Yeah. So, ako accepted ko na yon na maiinis ako sa ibang tao, maiinis sila sa akin, pero sorry na lang kayo, tanggapin nyo na lang ako na ganito ako this season at tatanggapin ko na lang din kayo na ganyan kayo this season. Ngayon, kung gusto kong magsalita about it, eh, wala kang magagawa. Yep. Gusto kong mag-ito yung opinion ko eh, ba? Diba? Ang importante lang sa akin is, hindi ito forever. I'm not naman, when I, when I disagree with someone, it doesn't mean I disagree with a person. I yeah. disagree with the thought of the that position. person. And that person yeah. has a lot of other thoughts that probably I would agree with. Yeah. Diba? But there's just this one point in you that, you know, I don't think we're, we're the same in that. Yep. Right? And it, make me, it might make me feel like, uh, I don't think I can be friends with you anymore. But it doesn't have to be that you'll be my enemy. Yeah. Gets nyo ba yun? Na, yung parang, di naman natin kailangan magkagalit. Baka lang mahirapan tayo mag-usap. Pero it doesn't mean na I cancel you as a person. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. so, you know, nuances. It's 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 not just a one answer kind of thing. Like one answer fits all. Yeah. Are you so, being yeah. loving? Uh, that's, that's what we should ask ourselves. Kasi there's a time for being loving to cut off. Diba? Na... I'm not in any position to argue with you right now. Uh, yeah, or so, I mean like, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying na are you loving? But sometimes naman kasi our ways can be not loving. But there's also overlooking. Na sometimes nga, for the moment, kasi no one naman is that perfect to always do it from a loving position. Like I know for myself that sometimes I don't do it from a loving position. But that's the cost of living with other fellow human beings. <laughs> Na, then the same principle applies diba? let's say you weren't being loving to me then my response to you doesn't give me a right to not be loving to you diba? and that's the problem eh. someone was being unloving ah so ganun ka pala Ay, diba, minak mo yung candidate ko imamak ko na rin kita. Oh, oh, but ganun. Yeah, nga. kaya diba? nga sinasabi ko the na... love of God is a love for enemies eh. 
ideally, we are all to practice that love nga. Pero kung hindi mo man ma-practice, siguro yun lang dun ang sinasabi ko na... O sige, listen, tapos yung thought then. Kung hindi mo man ma-practice... Kung hindi mo man ma-practice, overlook kasi pwede namang ngayon lang yon. Yes, and that's a very... Loving thing to do. Yes. yes. Diba? Parang, if the person wasn't loving to you, the loving thing to do... I'm just highlighting the nuance of the word loving. Because, you know, when you say loving, it's just like all goody-goody. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very, ano, no, understanding. I don't believe that either. And I think there is a loving calling out. There is a loving correcting. Diba? Loving is not nice. Diba? The love of God. And we should let the, you know, mm-hmm. how God uses the word and how God... Uh, defines the word yeah. and shows it for us. But even if someone's not, let's say, yun nga, political stance, naiabangan ka sa pag ano, eh yung pag-call out mo, di rin naman loving. So kahit na tama ka, hindi pa rin tama yung ginawa mo. Kasi hindi galing sa lovingness yung, you know. Pero kahit mali naman yung pag-call out, tayo naman naguhusga, eh hindi rin loving ginawa natin. Diba? Somewhere along the way, people just have to start deciding, look, I'm gonna do what I, let, let, let's give an example. You've described how some of your call outs are not loving. On the other hand, I know some of them are loving, diba? And other people don't take it that way. Well, to us, parang, eh, ba, kayo na bahala doon. If, if you don't like what Carla posted, you don't have to read it. But I know, particularly, this one comes from a place of love. And there are people who she is serving by doing this. Now, if you want to have a discussion, we can have a discussion. If you want to cancel from a distance, I don't think that's very loving, but that's on you na rin. Okay. <laughs> Ganda naman ng ending question mo in an already overtime episode. <laughs> yeah. Alright guys, so that's it for Anything Goes With The Bonnies. We'll be back next week. Love, are we make that promise? Yeah. Yes, we're back at weekly. Also, please add at Anything Goes With The Bonnies on Instagram. We have a number of questions there to include you guys in the building of this community and in the formation of future topics as well. Alright guys, see you next week. Bye. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.